Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech radio with a difference. Talk radio. This is what I love about this show. No matter how weird the stories I find are, we play top trumps with you, dear listener, and uh, I'm always going to lose. This is from Sharon, who said, Have you seen this? Toad is a normal dog, apart from one thing. Her ear has teeth and it salivates. She's got a mouth in her ear hole. She's currently at a rescue centre for animals with major medical issues in Oklahoma City after being picked up as a stray. Founder of Mutt Misfits, I mean, that's unfortunate. What if they find out they're going to be hurt? Said immediately we recognised that she was very different to most dogs. She was initially showing lots of aggression, but once she and I got together, all that disappeared. There is a clip. We've got to listen to it. Here it is. I mean, teeth and a mouth that dribbles in your ear. I'm going to take a little video of her ear mouth. Mouth. There's a little bit of drool. Let me see your mouth. All right, they're closing in on the ear. There's a little flap. Oh my. <gasps> Let me see your mouth. It's got little buck teeth. Beautiful ear mouth. I mean, beautiful is a stretch. There's something, isn't it? Blimey. I'm going to take a little. I mean. An ear mouth. Upon her initial intake exam at the shelter, our veterinarian, a veterinarian originally thought she had extra ears. But once we sedated her for her space surgery, that's when we discovered she actually has one ear and two mouths. However, Toad doesn't suffer because of her second mouth. Heather said we originally thought it had two teeth, but we did a dental cleaning on the ear a few weeks ago and discovered it has several a few of the ear teeth had cracked, which caused some discomfort. But once we removed the broken teeth, she was as good as new. The main teeth we kept since they appear to be attached to the skull. We certainly can't rule out that the ear mouth might cause further issues in the future, but that's okay. We can just take one day at a time. I mean, where'd you put your word as original when you've got two mouths? The poor thing! Doesn't seem to be causing any problems, but I mean, to say it's unsightly is, uh, I suppose, who, who am I to judge? I maybe have one of those. You, you hear about people all the time, don't you? You go in for surgery and find they've got a tumour, and then when they open the tumour up, it's another person in there. Uh, hello, Chris. Hello, Catherine. Hello. Why are you How being... are you this evening? I'm all right, thank you. You're being very quiet. Am I? Yeah. There you are. Talking about um, teeth and and things, mm-hmm. 
Um, you've put me on a, a different uh, tangent now. Uh, my ex-partner, she had six fingers and six toes. Gosh. And um, with surgery, she had them taken off. Oh, I see. Right, she didn't keep them. Well, it wouldn't be shaking hands with somebody, would it? Could be useful for, like, basketball and stuff. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I often find that I don't have enough hands to carry, so an extra <laughs> hand would be useful. But So she got rid. Were they, like, fully formed fingers and toes then, or were they n not? Apparently so, yeah. She was only a kid. Blimey. And, yeah. Yeah, so, yes. I think it's a bit of a shame to get rid then. No, well, no. If they work. Well, no, she she had extra toes on her, on her feet. Well, I didn't expect them to be anywhere else, but if they had been, I'd have liked to have seen it. Uh, so, did she have any ill effects from that? I mean, you hear about people having no, things no, removed, no, no, and then no, they're, like, still no. itchy in that. Hmm? No, no, yeah, yes. Ah. I know, you know, some people, if they've had their like leg removed or something yeah you can still feel your leg yeah they get pins and needles and stuff don't they yes yeah oh gosh so any reports of that no she was only a little girl okay. gosh okay. she was only about two or three or so no it didn't affect her no good all right anyway what's going on with you this week chris oh <laughs> What adventures have you had? <laughs> I don't write. <laughs> I I I'm gonna nip over the the chip shop across the way there, mm -hmm. right? And it's not far from me, and right. So I went over there, and I, I can't see very well, Catherine. Yeah, you mentioned that. Well, I don't mean to mention it all the time. No, no, I'm just saying, well, no. you, you've mentioned that. I don't dwell on it. No, you certainly don't. You would never know. <laughs> so I put my hand on the counter, right, and I thought, right, what is this? And it, it was um, one of these little bells. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what, what's this? <laughs> and I just thought, thought about faulty towers. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. I don't know, why have we got this on the counter, please? <laughs> and I realised what it was. Go on. It, well, it was a little bell. Okay. I thought it was going to be something else than that. So did you press it? Oh, yes, I did. Well, they accused me of pinching it. <laughs> I haven't pinched it. I said, can I buy it, please? <laughs> right. Is it a big chip shop then? You have to ring for assistance. No. What have they got down for then? No, no. I did, that's why I asked them. And what did they I say? Said, why, why have we got a, a bell on the counter, please? Oh, just because if we're out in the back of the the counter. Uh huh. I see. It's a good story. I, I find it quite funny, actually. Well, it's a, it's a it's a curious thing. I know. I, I I've never seen. Well, I wouldn't say. See, I'm very touchy. I, I, when you lose your sight, Catherine, yeah, you tend to be sort of put your hands down, and, 
course. <laughs> it can get you into trouble sometimes. Oh, really? Because it's like you're using your hands to to see, in a way. Oh, gosh. I I, I remember I, I, my arms were in front of me and they were quite um, sort of chest height. Oh, dear. Oh, don't say, oh, dear. I think I know where this is going, Chris. I know. I, I did have to apologize. For <laughs> I, I do apologize. I'm really sorry. And yes. Oh, I did put my hands on her, her breast. Gosh. Excuse I me, sir. I mean, purpose. madam. Oh, I, it was, I'm so embarrassed. I bet. It's terrible. But that's what you do when you go blind. It's a bloody nightmare. I bet it's it not fun. But never mind. You've got to smile about it. And <laughs> See, I'm still wound up, wound up about that pleading. Um, little bell over, over the chippy. Forget about the bell, Chris. It's not important. But it's, you know, uh, you know I suppose it's a, it's, a, it's a handy way to summon someone from a back room. <laughs> they can't all be sitting there waiting for Chris to turn up for his... What are you having, haddock and chips? No, I didn't. I, I, just, I never have a bag of chips. What did, I don't, what did I, you have then? Something I buy, it's not, but I, I just, ah, oh, right, I'm going to have a bag of chips for a change. Beautiful. Well, no, it's not beautiful. It is. is. It? it is, Chris. You've got to live a little. Chip butty is one of the finest things in life. <laughs> oh, just because you're from the north. I love a chip you're butty. You're a man. Yeah, I love a chip butty. Pie and chips. Pie, chips and gravy. Now you're toying with my dreams, Chris. <laughs> when I was pregnant, I live down south now, and when I was pregnant, I remember sending my husband to the shop, to the chip shop, and asking him to bring me a pie back. And he said when he asked for a pie, he might as well have been asking for uh, lobster. They're like, what? We've got a pack of pies. We haven't got a meat Gee. potato pies. Well, when my ex... She used to send me over to, to Sainsbury's oh. over the shop on a, of a Sunday morning. Very posh. What do you mean, posh? Sainsbury's is I, posh. I, I, <laughs> so I said, right, okay, right, what do we need? Right. And <laughs> I know where you are. You're in the pub. <laughs> I can hear music. No, it's... <laughs> It's Sainsbury's music. <laughs> Grace. How terrible. I said. Busted. I, see, I'd I done it again. Um, I booked us into an hotel. Right. Go and buy us something. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm coming back. What I do? Now, they had a nice bar in the hotel. Right. Where are you? Right. I'm coming back. I am. Right. I can hear music. I am. And she accused me of being in, in the bar again. Oh, terrible, see. She, she was yeah. right, though, wasn't she? Oh, she was, yes. She was not daft. She might have had six fingers to start with, but she had both her ears and they both functioned. But I couldn't believe about that bell. And I can hear the disbelief really? in your voice, Chris. I know. <laughs> they accused me of pinching the, the bell. Did you pinch the bell? No, I... Did not. You sound guilty as hell. No, I did not. <laughs> I did tap. I, I, it just reminded me of uh, Faulty Towers. Yeah. 
ding, ding. Because I put my hand on the top of it. Oh, that excuse again, is it? What? What do you mean? Feeling with your fingers, slipping it into your bag. No, I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I've not pinched anything in my life, I'll have you know. I bet you haven't. All right, thanks for ringing, Chris. I'm just having a bit of fun with you. Don't worry. I won't grass you up for being a bell thief. Hello, Alan. Hello. How are you, Catherine? I'm all right, thank you. Thanks for hanging on. You're okay. I think that uh, Chris was uh, dinging all the way. <laughs> he was. We heard about that bell a lot, didn't we? I think he was quite quite confused by it. I think he nicked the bell. <laughs> we, we all think he nicked the bell. He'll be furious with saying that, though. Anyway, what have you got for me, Alan? Well, last night I couldn't ring you because uh, my phone has gone dead and uh, I was listening to the radio and you were on about squeaky stories. Oh, yeah. Right, well, I've got a squeaky story for you. Right. Right, OK. So, my father, he's buying salt cars. So he bought uh, this old Rover D6. The old 2000 with no electric windows and no central lock and like. Okay. It, it's got a port on the battery, so it, well, it was a it was a dynamo, not an alternator on them and those cars. Alan, you're so saying it, a lot of words, and none of them are anything I understand. I get it. So it was an old car. Yeah, and it, 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 it the alternator charges the battery, so okay. the battery was. So anyway, we went right. outside to start it up and. Leave it, leave it running. So we're sitting in the car, and all of a sudden, the locks went down, and the car completely went white inside. And it lasted for a few seconds, and then it, it really got hot in temperature. Mm. And it, then all of a sudden, it disappeared. What? And we found out later that car had been rebuilt, and somebody had died in it. So how was that one? You give me the willies, Alan. Well, that that is honest gospel. I, uh, I thought I'd just tell you that one. That's uh, one what happened to me and my father that night. God, have you ever had any other spook, spooky experiences, or was that the one? No, uh, we've, uh, when me, me, Nana and Granddad was dying. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't know they were dying. My granddad was in hospital, he had a stroke, and uh, something called the death clock. And it, it like ticks and ticks until the person dies. And that's another one. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What? Yeah, the, the death yeah. clock? You heard it? I heard the death clock, yeah. Oh, blimey, Alan. I know. But, uh... No, I'm telling you, any more sense. I think, um, I think that'll do, won't it? <laughs> I think that's enough. <laughs> Haunted cars and death clocks, that's enough for any lifetime. Well, that's it. Okay. I'm just out on Mr. Reese tonight, so, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for, thanks for giving us a ring. I appreciate it. OK, well, you take care yourself and say hello to him when he comes back. I will do. He better bring me a good present. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. if you want to give me a ring. I'd love to hear from you. Um, should we... Should we take a break now and then we'll get into it? We can do some chat. It's fate if you fancy. He's brought the spookiness. The only best thing I can do is to continue it, I think. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable and the completely unorthodox. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Right, hands down, the best thing I got for Christmas this year was a subscription to uh, the Paranormal Monthly Chat. It's fate. Guess who got me that? Yeah, my best mate Ian Lee. Knows exactly what I like. It's like, you know, hang on, let me see how many pages. It's not very fat. It's about 20, 60, 62 pages of bullshine every single month, right? And I've got the September 2019 issue in my hands now. Inexplicably, it's always two months ahead, right? So here's the latest one I've got. And I've opened it to the first sort of feature. Intriguing True Life is the heading, right? And it's uh, it's called Be Careful What You Wish For. And it's about a guy called Chris in Newport, South Wales, who lost one sense and gained another. Intrigued? I thought you would be. Here is another instalment of spookiness, courtesy of the good people at Chai's Fate. And Chris Barber, 59, of Newport, South Wales. Climbing into my car and buckling the seatbelt, I groaned. Not because of that, you pervert. It was Monday morning in December 2016, and I had another long week of commuting 70 miles each way to my job as a graphic designer ahead of me. I wish I didn't have to do this, I muttered to myself. I hated the job, hated the long hours, hated the commute. My blood pressure was sky high from the stress of doing a job I loathed. What I really wanted to do was to focus on my own art. But truth be told, I knew I wasn't good enough to make it as a professional artist. I'd tried to paint before, but the end result was always rigid and uninspired. The graphic design job paid the bills. What choice did I really have? Sighing to myself, I started the engine and set off for work. They say be careful what you wish for. I've always wondered if someone up there was listening to my plea that day. Intrigued? You should be. Let's read on. Christmas rolled around and at least I got some time off work to relax. The family were coming to stay with my wife Sharon and I for a few days. On Christmas Eve, I nipped into Bristol City Centre with my grandchildren for a bit of last-minute Christmas shopping. 
After a trip to Santa and a mince pie, we headed home. There was no need for that extra detail. He just gave it to you. You know why? Because he's an artist. He thinks in pictures. I was carrying my one-year-old granddaughter Naomi over the threshold when all of a sudden I came over really light-headed. I put Naomi down, staggered to the nearest chair and sat down, putting my head in my hands. Are you okay, Chris? My wife Sharon sounded worried. Oh, are you okay, Chris? That's more worried. I looked up to reassure her that I was all right and realised I couldn't see her properly. I had poor vision in my left eye, but nothing that stopped me reading, driving or using a computer. Purple writing, blurred vision. Now my right eye was blurred too. There was a big white blob right in the middle of my vision. I could barely make out my wife's face. Um, yes, I'm fine, love, I mumbled. I had a bit of a funny turn, but I'm sure I'll be okay in a minute. I didn't want to worry, Sharon, not with a house full of people, not over Christmas. Anyway, perhaps my sight would come back as quickly as it had disappeared. But it didn't. And as soon as I... By the time I went to bed, I was so worried that I told Sharon what happened. One minute I could see and the next I couldn't, I confessed. Sharon looked at me horrified. Chris, why didn't you tell me you could have had a stroke? Not like that, you perverts. We're going straight to hospital first thing in the morning. So instead of, instead of spending Christmas Day with the family, Sharon and I spent it at the local hospital in Bristol. I was poked and prodded and underwent all sorts of tests. The doctors tried to work out what was wrong with me. My blood pressure had skyrocketed. So I was given an MRI scan to examine my heart and nervous system and rule out the possibility of the stroke. That kind of stroke. I tried to make the most... Hang on, we run out of... There we go. I tried to make the most of Christmas, but I was too worried... We all were. A few days later, I was given the result of my test. The artery at the back of your eye is blocked, the doctor told me. It's because of the high blood pressure. That's what's caused the loss of sight. That's good to know, I nodded. Will you be able to fix it? Permanent loss. I'm thinking not. I'm sorry, Mr. Barber, the consultant said. See, they spoiled it by putting the little subheading before it because I was ready to, I wanted to know whether he was going to, you know, he was going to get his sight back. And then they put permanent loss in big purple writing there. So you know what's coming next. They might as well not bother. I'm sorry, Mr. Barber, the consultant said. I'm afraid the loss of sight is permanent. We know because of the permanent loss thing. All we can try to do now is stop it getting worse. I left the hospital numb with shock. It took a while for the full... By the way, if you want to give me a ring, you can. I'm really not precious about this story. Oh, three, four... I know it's great, and I know you're all gripped, but if you want to give me a ring, don't be polite. Interrupt. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Back to Chris. I had no choice but to give up my job, sign up for disability benefit, and I was worried sick and fell into depression. What are we going to do for money, I worried to Sharon. But Sharon who is a working medium with a direct line to spirit, seemed less concerned than I'd expected. He sprung that one on us, didn't he? Everything happens for a reason, she said, patting my hand. The angels granted your prayer to give up work. And yes, it seems pretty brutal now, but you've got to trust in the universe it's going to be okay. Why didn't she tell him this when he first had his sight loss? Could have skipped the whole thing. Could have, she could have just told him the end of this story. Instead, she let him go through it. I think we need to have a word with Sharon. Helping out. 
Although I was spiritual myself, I was pretty sceptical about that, but at least now I had the chance to get more involved with Sharon's spiritual work, which is something I'd always wanted to do. She had her own healing centre at our home, seeing customers for Reiki healing and psychic readings. One day, I was sitting quietly in the room, listening as she did a tarot card reading, a tarot card reading for a customer. Suddenly, the image of a woman came into my head. I could see her so clearly in my mind's eye. I found myself picking up a pen, pulling a notebook towards me, and drawing the image that had popped into my head. Sharon and the customer looked at me. What are you doing? Sharon asked. She should have known. But the customer was staring down in shock at what I drew on my notepad. No, not that, you pervert. Oh my God, she gasped. Seriously, no, not that, you pervert. You've just drawn my grandmother. Purple writing, identical image. <laughs> Listen, I've skipped ahead with my eyes. I can see the photo of the grandmother. I can see the picture. It's not identical. She pulled out her phone and showed me and Sharon a photo of an older lady. I could just about make her out. And she was the spitting image of the woman I'd just drawn. She wasn't. <laughs> it turned out that she'd passed away a few years previously. The customer was delighted that we'd been able to bring her through. The sketch is amazing, she gushed. You're such a talented artist. Thanks, I muttered, a bit embarrassed at the compliment. That was amazing, Chris, Sharon said afterwards. I think you must have a gift. I shrugged. I've suddenly become a talented artist overnight. But that can't happen, can it? Not that sort of gift, Sharon told me. I think you've got a spiritual gift. I laughed. I doubt it, you know. It was probably just a one-off. I've told you before, you've got to trust the universe, Sharon said. I know your spirit guides are with you. I can see them, even if you can't. She smiled at me. How does he know? There's more to this story. I think this is what your guides and the universe meant to happen all along. I started drawing regularly for Sharon's clients and it was like a channel had opened up. Suddenly I could draw and paint in the free, uninhibited way I'd always dreamed of doing. I never thought about it logically. It just flowed out of me without me realising it. It's like when you're driving a car and suddenly you're at your destination but you're not sure how you got there, I said to Sharon, trying to put the feelings into words. It's your spirit guides taking over, controlling you and putting the pencil or paint where it needs to go, Sharon explained to me. During one card reading, I sketched a dog. Pretty random, I thought. When the woman looked at it, she started crying. It was bloody awful. <laughs> Not really. It was her dad's dog. And her dad had just come through to us during the reading. Flat cap. I love the purple writing. It's my favourite. Flat cap. Another time, I drew a man in a flat cap. With a pit head in the background. That's my grandfather, the client said immediately. And you've, did Chris come on? Was Chris the, what, what's Chris after? Get him back on if you want. Because he won't, he won't settle until you do. That's my grandfather, the client said immediately. And you've also drawn the view from the window of his house in the background. Wow, that really is uncanny. Recently, I've been drawing a little girl, Sharon says, of one of, uh, it's of one of her guides, Emily. I've actually seen Emily myself. Although I can't see things if I look at them head on, I seem to have no problem seeing spirit even with my eyes shut. I've caught glimpses of little Emily in the corner of our bedroom. She's about six years old and Sharon says she probably died of smallpox. 
Probably. What kind of medium is she? I can't see my own guides, but Sharon can. She says that one of them is a monk. I've also done a shamanic journey to connect with my animal guide, and I got the word... <laughs> oh, oh, dear. This is beautiful. <laughs> OK. Serious. And I got the word... Marmoset. <laughs> it's not the word that I was thinking of. I actually had to look that up afterwards as I didn't know what a marmoset was. I can feel them with me, though. And most importantly, I can feel their energy guiding me when I paint. It's like I'm a channel for spirit and I'm doing their work of helping them connect with the living. Purple writing. Dream come true. Sharon was right, of course. She always is. Although it was incredibly hard losing my sight like that, the universe gave me my dream. The ability to paint. I mean, he's assuming they're good. My blood pressure has gone down since I gave up my stressful job and Sharon and I have moved to Newport, South Wales, where we run a butterfly centre together offering... Oh, uh, no, butterfly enlightenment centre together offering healing readings and spiritual development courses. I'm far happier now than I was in my old job and life. It was like someone up there finally said, right, we're going to sort this out for him. As Sharon says, trust in the universe and it'll see you right. There's so many unanswered questions there. So many unanswered questions. The marmoset thing. So that's his spirit guide, the marmoset. What, what particular attributes does the marmoset... I mean, he had to look it up. Let's find out. Oh. I'm just wondering how good they'd be. You know, if I had a spirit guide, I'd want it to be like, I don't know, like a bear or something. Right, marmoset. It's a monkey. And monkeys are always good. Uh, Marmosets, also known as Zaris, are 22 New World monkey species. Uh, term Marmoset also used in reference to Goeldi's Marmoset, closely related. 20 centimetres long. Relative to other monkeys, they show some apparently primitive features, claws rather than nails, tactile hairs on their wrists, no wisdom teeth, and their brain layout seems to be relatively primitive. As I thought, absolutely pony is a spirit guide. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech radio with a difference. Talk radio.